0: All right, so Akshay, um, welcome to the Hall of Fame. I'm so happy to uh, have you on this uh, event because this is for people who achieve a significant milestone after uh, they've worked together with me through the masterclass, through anything that we do, right? So it's wonderful to have you, Akshay.
1: It's it's definitely an honor, uh, you know, being a part of uh, your Hall of Fame.
0: Wonderful, session, wonderful. Yeah. yeah, and I I'm, I'm I think I, it's going to be very interesting for everybody who's going to watch this, hear this, because you, you're doing something so interesting uh, for, the, for all the people who are listening, watching, I just want to tell you, Akshay um, has been in the leadership role in the corporate world for many, many years, and uh, a couple of months back, he started his own venture in the wellness space. And he's uh, doing some really interesting work uh, after he did his customer experience masterclass. So Akshay, it'll be great to hear from you. What are you really up to? Yes.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks, uh, Rajat, once again. Uh, so yeah, I think customer experience is something that uh, you know, has always uh, been uh, uh, very close to my heart. See, even in my previous role in my organization where I was working, uh, being a part of the customer experience customer servicing team, uh, it 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 got me closer to, to customers, and uh, that was something I, I always had in my uh, you know heart, my mind. Uh, so even I think after I moved out of that uh, job, I remember talking to you as well, uh, and then of course uh, going through your uh, CX Pioneer uh, you know masterclass workshop. I think that really helped me because uh, my experience, of course, apart from customer experience, it was also in leadership development. So I was, I was trying my hands at, at different things. I also got into holistic health uh, and wellness. Um, and while I was working, and even after, after, the, after the CX Pioneer uh, the workshop, I, I uh, was focusing mainly on creating a niche. So within the niche that I created was in the wellness space. Uh, because I think one thing I, I believe that, uh, you know, uh, a person will be able to create that experience for the other person only if the person understands himself uh, or herself well. Right, and that happens only when you are able to balance all your, uh, all the dimensions of wellness, right, mm. and and uh, which is why uh, it's it's uh, the, the focus has always been on wellness, and um, uh, what what I'm also focusing mainly on uh, is uh, is on the client-centered uh, therapy, which is uh, which was Carl Rogers, uh, the famous psychologist, uh, you know his his theory was on uh, the client-centered therapy, where the focus where he said, everything is about the client. It's not about you. It's about the client. Uh, so just, just focus on what the person is feeling. Uh, get the person to experience it. Don't force your thoughts. Don't force your emotions on it. Uh, if the person is feeling sad, then just, just go with the flow. Just, just help that person. And uh, that is the basis of, of uh, you know, the, the company that I've uh, formed. Uh, it is going to be about the customers uh, and helping them understand who they really are so they uh, can help their customers they can help their people so i think uh, that's that's what
0: it is fantastic fantastic so amazing i think i really find it very refreshing on one side how you uh picking up customer experience and bringing it into the world of uh, wellness which i had not heard of course we hear customer experience in the right. digital world, in, in business to business. Right. But right. wellness, putting it in, in that wellness uh, niche uh, right. is so amazing. And I really like the way uh, you have created a niche for yourself and you're saying, right. which is so wonderful, your how well you understand yourself can help you um, serve your clients better. And I think more and more, I am doing the work that I do i i'm i'm kind of experiencing that that's you know we we tend to serve more and better by deeper understanding and deeper personal transformation right so would you any anything interesting from your world uh, you know using this client-centered uh, approach uh, uh, what what some some of the interesting stuff that you may want to share
1: right Uh, So I think again about this uh, uh, client-centered, so the sessions that I I usually have with clients, uh, so being the client-centered thing, and even before I went out, so what I did was uh, uh, there were two clients who, who, uh, you know, had had kind of enrolled uh, with me. Uh, And I think they were kind enough to be a part of, you know, a a new uh, session or series that I was kind of starting. And uh, Uh, So how it moved was instead of calling it emotional wellness coaching, I kind of called it uh, EQ conversations or three juvenile. The basic reason was to make it like a conversation and not a coaching, coaching session. Um, And uh, again, uh, going with the client centered uh, approach, uh, the focus was on them. Uh, So I think every session was uh, just uh, centered around what is it that they want to talk, which of course, most of the coaches do. Uh, but here it was mainly about emotions. So what is it that you know they want to talk about? Um, and I think that really helped me. Uh, and uh, they were also kind enough to you know uh, kind of give give uh, feedback in the way the sessions were happening. Uh, they helped me create those uh, you know programs. So I think what it it was it was kind of a a co-created approach in the in the true sense, mm-hmm. where uh, you know I was walking. Uh, alongside their transformation journey, and they were in a way kind of helping me, uh, you know, transform the services so that I could I could teach uh, you know other other uh, people, and it really helped because I think that was one program uh, that I kind of launched uh, just day before yesterday. I've called it Free Jovinate, uh, mm-hmm. balancing your wellness visa, mm-hmm. and uh, these two clients were of course I won't name them, but these two people were quite instrumental in in helping uh, you know me define uh, it. Uh, because I think uh, whatever I think they, they wanted, they expected, of course, I, I would ask them, I would talk to them. But uh, even through uh, the sessions, I could understand what is it that, you know, they probably wanted. And, and, and I think based on the intuition, uh, that's how I kind of uh, tweaked, I would tweak the session. And I think the results were quite positive, uh, not only for my sessions, but I think for them, I, I could see a, a stark difference. Uh, like, for instance, a person who is not able to express... Uh, you know, herself well uh, in getting stuck in the past was, is, is now in a position to, uh, you know, move forward uh, and, and look forward to what's happening in, in the current space uh, of this person's life. And also looking forward to the future with a, with a very bright perspective.
0: Wow. So I
1: think that, that is what I think. Uh, and, and, and I think uh, it, it also gave me the satisfaction that, okay, you know, the, the, the belief uh that if you focus on on the person, it'll definitely help the person, uh, you know, evolve. Um, and of course, I think this person is uh, while while the sessions were not focusing on the pro- professional aspect, but even in her professional journey, I think she's able to uh, make uh, uh, a big difference there. Mm. So I think that also is,
0: is yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I think uh, the way I see, uh, I am I have awareness about how the coaching works. Yeah. But it's upfront, uh, keeping it so clear in your mind. That's all about the client, right. and then right. working with them to serve them for them, you know, Correct. and always like right. you know, very very democratic way, as they say, you know, buy them for right. them,
1: right. of right. them,
0: right? So right. it's amazing. And um, the way I see the Genesis kind of organizations that you have worked with, and what are you, what you are evolving, I, right. I believe there's a really heavy footprint, uh, and the DNA of client centricity customer centricity in that yeah. have you akshay also done something uh, specifically with the corporate world in purely in the area of customer experience customer centric culture uh, right. some work there
1: yes yes uh, so um, immediately after our uh, you know workshop i had the opportunity to work with an with an organization uh, uh, you know the, the organization itself is is customer centric but they needed a program mainly for their uh, uh, support teams like finance, HR, hmm. uh, and administration,
0: hmm.
1: uh, and IT. Hmm. Uh, you know, so they got all of all these teams to teams to work together to create an employee experience. Hmm. Uh, so we created a program uh, where uh, you know the second line leadership of uh, these these departments got together. Of course, we got the inputs uh, from the leaders, asking them what was it that they want. Uh, so what 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 was it that they wanted and obviously it was mainly uh, you know apart from retention it was uh, basically for uh, creating an experience that um, that gave them the confidence that you know any work given to it any work given to say say finance uh, or admin is is as good as done um, and i think it was it was again a great experience because i, I got this opportunity to design it um, with the leadership team uh, the leadership team, uh, you know, at least for the first session, they were involved uh, and they had made, made it very, very clear as to why are they doing it and what's in it for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the good part was that even though it was online, so I think, yeah, that was the first thing because uh, we mm-hmm. did this during the lockdown. Okay. Uh, so it was uh, uh, an online uh, workshop, there were four sessions, almost three, three and a half hours each. Okay. Uh, so The good part was that I think people were looking forward to it because again, I think it was, it was mainly interactive. It was based on uh, what is it that they wanted to do? So I got them to create their own experience. Uh, of course, it was based on the inputs received from their leaders, uh, but they created their own experience. Uh, they created their own action steps. And that was obviously shared later with their leaders. Uh, so I think, yeah, that was a great experience. Uh, then I think there was another program that um, uh, I created was based on, uh, again, a client servicing team uh, on how emails can be an important, uh, uh, you know, a lever to, to create an experience. So while of course I did not focus on the aspects of emails because I, I said uh, if you're looking for grammatical things, then of course I'm not the right person. But uh, you know, together we can create something that will help them uh, focus on. Uh, creating those emails so i think there i have kind of focused on the aspect that compassion plus empathy is equal to trust and you can create compassion and empathy uh, only if you understand uh, you know what compassion and empathy means so i got them to think about uh, what are their fears uh, so the the thing was that uh, it's 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 only when you understand what your fears are will you be able to understand uh, how it you know feel how how the client may be feeling hmm. Uh, so I think getting them to be compassionate and empathetic towards their own self, um, they created their own, own, own uh, uh, plans. And that is where I also kind of uh, introduced the personas. So I got them to create mm. the client personas. Wow. Uh, so if they were uh, you know coordinating with the customers, then what are the different kinds of customers? Uh, so we we got them to create those, cust- those uh, uh, personas. Then I think what were their moments of truth? Where did they falter? um so so i think internally the groups were created and and i think they looked forward to it uh, so i think the feedback i think they gave me was that i think they were expecting you know a, a random email kind of a training mm-hmm. uh, so they they enjoyed creating the persona they enjoyed uh, you know creating this persona based uh, plan wow and that is what
0: uh, okay i mean frankly i could have not imagined what you just uh, did until i heard it now because i would think different ways, like you're saying, uh, how would right. a email training will pan out, but bringing right. empathy right. and compassion into that right. and right. teaching it through the design thinking models, and right. persona, you know, based uh, inputs to create emails. Yeah. is absolutely yeah. amazing. Very, very, right. again, very innovative. I can see again, uh, you know, you bringing in your own flavor right. to right. Uh, the whole customer experience. A lot of people do customer experience. They want, they get like you are certified, now certified CX pioneer. Right. Right. Um, you know, so they use it in in terms of progression, uh, progression in their career, right. looking at uh, you know moving into CX-related uh, right. opportunities. But right. you build a you build something uh, which is entrepreneurial and uh, unique in its way, and again very people-centric. Right. Like I know right. from right. where you come from, that's right. probably your core and that's your niche, and now right. then taking it to the uh, wellness uh, yes yeah. Uh, yeah space right so. Right. Right. Uh, if you remember, we covered uh, several uh, pillars or competencies, as we call it in the CX world, including right. culture, strategy, right. design. Right.
1: Correct.
0: So I can clearly hear uh, from you the design thinking is something that you uh, are heavily using, also some element of culture. Are these the ones prominently right. that you focus on? Are there any other, let's say, in strategy area or... Uh, any other, like taking customer feedbacks, anything that you consciously um, or in terms of being an entrepreneur, you, you, right. you kind of do it with a little more attention yeah, to that.
1: Yeah. So I think, uh, in, in, uh, terms of the first program that I conducted with, uh, you know, the, the, the support teams, uh, so there, I think we had, we had made use of uh, a lot of uh, client based uh, feedback.
0: Mm. Okay. And of oh. course
1: I think so. So when, when we shared the feedback with, uh, and the feedback was, was we had received it from the leaders. Mm. Uh, and when we actually shared it, uh, so obviously the, the natural response was, oh, this should not have happened. How did it happen? Who are these people? Uh, you know, how did it go? And then when I said that, you know, this is actually a feedback uh, that has come from your customers. So mm. they were, I think, kind of taken aback. Uh, mm. Some people did not agree. The ones who had initially agreed, they did not agree. Um, okay. And then I think I, I got them to think about, uh, okay, what is it that is stopping you? Because some people I think were like, okay, we don't want to be a part of this. Uh, are we being, uh, are you, are you trying to say that, you know, we've not done a good job? What about the efforts that we've put in? Mm-hmm. So then I think there is that, that is where I think we created again, a discussion saying that, okay, you know, efforts are important. Uh, so let's talk about, you know, what could have been done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and people from other team departments also, I think instead of pointing fingers, they said, okay, you know, this is what we could have done. And that's how it changed. So one of the one, one or two people uh, uh, did, uh, so of course, they, they did have their own way of thinking, but they agreed towards the end, saying that, you know, ultimately, yes, we are working for the organization, for the customer. Uh, yes, we did put in our efforts, but maybe I think we need to put it in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So again, I think that is where I think uh, together the group uh, realized the importance of, of the voice of the customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said, you know, we, we've uh, uh, always, we look at feedback. We, we. Uh, you know, seek feedback from it. Uh, Most of the times customers have a lot of expectations. Um, So, you know, we can't meet each and every expectation, but uh, we'll definitely try and see uh, to make a difference. So that is where I think, again, uh, so I I kind of uh, recommended that, you know, why not, uh, you know, take this as an opportunity and work in separate groups uh, and come up with plans. So I think that is what they did. And and even there, uh, they made it cross-functional group. Wow. Uh, wow. So I think that that really helped them understand uh, not only the customers, but also the challenges of these other uh, cross-functional teams. So Fantastic. I that, uh,
0: that was a... Fantastic. I think it's so uh, so interesting to see how each of the things that we learn, like you're talking about cross-functional, that's typically yeah. the uh, weak link. These, yes. You know, working across silos and yeah. collaborating with the other interdisciplinary uh, teams. I, I think yeah. you kind of drove that with your uh, work. And um, I for, for everybody who's uh, listening or watching this, um, you know, what we are seeing from Akshay, uh, you know, the application of all the customer experience principles uh, in the way he's been Thank driving you. it with his uh, clients. Yeah. And uh, Akshay uh, kind of got introduced to me in some way from his prior uh, employer from where he started yes. you know moved on to then start his own company and yeah. i'm so grateful that you know find, akshay has been you know in touch with me to see when can we plan and do a program i'm grateful that you know i could work with uh, such a passionate uh, wonderful uh, person so akshay is there been any change in your trajectory in your way of thinking in your mindset uh, you were already very customer centric right so yes, that's something yes, that yes. you already that's yeah, the reason yeah. you wanted to do this uh, yes. but do you think was it did it kind of in some way change or kind of enhanced or added some pers- new perspective and dimensions mm. when you had a deep dive into customer experience uh, competencies yes.
1: Yes, thanks. Thanks for asking that, uh, Rajat. Yes, it did. It did change. Um, uh, so I think just to give you an idea, so I was kind of raw, even you know before uh, before this uh, CX Pioneer program, uh, the masterclass. I think I was uh, obviously raw. Um, so while I knew, uh, you know, we would definitely, I would definitely make use of the client feedback, but uh, you know, personas was something that was that was different. Uh, I had known about the moments of truth, but then how do you, you know, create a plan? How do you create a, uh, a strategy with your clients to, to, you know, move forward on those uh, 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 those moments of truth? So I think that did uh, that that helped me, uh, and I think uh, another thing is that uh, earlier I would so even when I would go outside and and in hotels or restaurants or theaters wherever I would see poor customer experience, I would uh, you know initially get angry. Um, but, but later on, I think what, what started happening was, uh, I would, I would just, it, it, I, I saw it as an opportunity to maybe perhaps learn from it, mm. uh, saying, okay, this, 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 is where, you know, this is the missing gap. Mm. Uh, this is how people can make changes. So instead of, I think yelling at them, I would, uh, not everywhere, but I think wherever it was, it was possible, I would just give them certain tips on, you know, why don't uh, try doing this? Uh, you may want to, uh, do that. So I think some restaurants. I think I I did pass on feedback once they started, uh, you know, working again. Mm. Uh, Okay. I've not had the opportunity to go to the theaters now, but maybe I think perhaps once things settled, that is one place where you know I could uh, just just go and just give them wherever I find uh, things going wrong. So I think that's that's how it changed. Uh, Instead of making me angry, I think I now know that this is where uh, you know the the gap is, and this is how they can maybe take it forward. That's that's how it's changed.
0: Hmm. amazing amazing i i you it resonated so what so much with me and i think you kind of reminded me of something that uh, you know make me also angry and uh, hmm. which is a kind of quality of service and right. when i as uh, you know I, uh, like they say that if you have to discover your passion find out what makes you angry what do you really want to change right right uh, you know and i remember uh, giving this kind of a good and bad feedback both uh, to some right. of the vendors to some restaurants yeah. to some airlines right. Right. to uh, some uh, stores that you you better do this or you're right. doing this well right so that right. came so naturally right. and um, again my journey as focused customer experience evangelist professional, right. though I've been in this space for 20 years, but as an right. entrepreneur started just a little over five years back. And right. I used to wonder where is this customer ex- passion for this coming from? Right. So it's resonated so much and I can see right. uh, that it there is a genesis for each one of us, like you yes. just said, that yeah. passion just needs some framework, right? So it Connect. needs to be Connect. kindled with, Connect. right? right. Uh, kind of uh, right. some some way where we are reminded, right. okay, this, right. is, this right. is important. Right. Right. it's so um, amazing to uh, see the way it has panned out for you right. now right. what i what's your plan like uh, with this framework with whatever you've already been doing right. you've identified right. your niche you've right. identified right. some of the personas and segments right. what do you see next for your venture right you're on yeah
1: thanks so i think uh, the focus obviously is on holistic wellness and occupational wellness so occupational wellness of course is uh, Uh, You know, again, focusing on helping people, uh, uh, you know, uh, release their emotions, uh, focusing on on helping them find the meaning at at work. Uh, One thing I think that I'm trying to do is, uh, of course, you know, wellness as an industry is, is, uh, uh, you know, quite fragmented. Uh, There are quite a few players and I think they're doing, obviously they're doing well. Uh, But I think one thing that I've observed based on my own observations and based on discussions with corporates is that... uh, Uh, the customer experience piece, you know, in the wellness industry is is kind of uh, missing. Uh, The focus obviously is on helping people move towards the wellness uh, aspect of it. Uh, But I think one thing that I'm I'm, uh, probably trying to do, and there may be other players also, of course, but I think the focus is on uh, using the customer experience principles by maybe, you know, getting some corporates to maybe outsource their wellness programs to us. Mm. Uh, So I think either they could use our programs or we could help them drive their own programs. Mm. Um, and I've kind of called it Sarthi because Sarthi is obviously the charity. Mm. Uh, so being their charioteer of their wellness chariot, uh, maybe mm. you know, adding that uh, the personal touch there. Uh, so I think just to give you an example, if if there are you know companies who tie up with diagnostics and say doctors, uh, they obviously have their own team. Uh, so one USP, me and my partner, uh, you know, in what we're trying to do is. Uh, is be in the forefront and drive it instead of someone else driving from our organization of course we're a startup so it's just the two of us for now uh, but uh, at least even after we start scaling up uh, that is one thing that we would want to maintain is that we would want to be at the forefront so that we know what's happening uh, we know where the gaps are and uh, you know based on our experience based on uh, 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 you know our understanding of what the customer wants we may be able to you know fill in that uh, gap. Uh, so apart from, I think uh, wellness, of course, will be the, the, the focus, uh, but it will also be in helping uh, uh, organizations understand, you know, where uh, are the gaps in the wellness programs and how they can be uh, catered more to, to uh, the employers now that, uh, you know, everyone is working from home. So how do you bridge that
0: gap? Mm, right. So I think that's yeah. It. Yeah. So, I think working yeah. from home is a big shift. However, uh, the timing uh, is, is really very contextual very relevant because right. right now we are going through some unique uh, phase in the in ever right and wellness right. is right. something which right i mean at the individual level at Correct. every level uh, family level right. corporate right. level this has become this is like the yes. m- top 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 priority yeah. in the retail store now when the world yes. is yes. started to open up yeah. this is um something uh, in fact just today in the n- newspaper, there was a huge article in times of India, where they are talking about f- how important wellness is and how it has yes. changed. Right. Yes. yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I've done re- the- watched the one Ted talk, where they were mm-hmm. studying how successful, what are the elements of a successful entrepreneurial venture? And right. it wasn't the, you know, the qualification of the founders. It wasn't the, uh, you know, the funding issue. It's it, the f- number one thing was the timing when was that launch right so right, right. I, I really wish uh, that you know this the world the support that the world needs uh, your organization brings right. that in uh, and I also right. want to acknowledge the you know cool names that you have picked up like Sarthi yes. right?
1: right and
0: uh, for everyone who's watching uh, you know Akshay is actually uh, you know again I learned from him he's an entrepreneur but but he's a wellpreneur right mm-hmm. is that yes well wellpreneur, well-preneur? Yes. yeah mm-hmm. and also tell us uh, about the, you know, your, again, your company's name and there's yeah. a kind of something unique and cool about that. Just right. tell us right. a little bit about that as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, yes. Yeah. so the name uh, that we've given is, is Samaksh Holistic Wellness. Mm. Uh, you know, we wanted to keep it uh, simple. Uh, so Samaksh also means, uh, you know, in, in, in front of you, in your presence. Uh, mm. and, and it's also, it also stands for so my wife's name. She's also one of the co-founders. She's Samira and I'm Akshay. So it's Samaksh. Uh, oh, but of course, we want to we want to call it as samaksh is is that we are always there mm-hmm. with you, uh, you know, and uh, holistic wellness. Obviously, we uh, so the thing and, and there's one thing that we've uh, started is uh, we we call it the control Z factor of wellness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the mission uh, that we've kept is uh, jumpstart your journey to undo stress, undo mm-hmm. ignorance, and undo aging. Uh, so the focus um, is to help people. Uh, uh, you know, become more aware of uh, their own selves, their own capabilities, mm. uh, which is why uh, we, we are touching all the eight dimensions of wellness, which is mm. your spiritual, mental, physical, uh, even your, your emotional, uh, environmental, social, occupational and financial.
0: Because
1: mm. uh, uh, financial wellness is very important. Uh, and, and in our case, we're not looking at helping people make good investments. No, because you know, we're not experts there. Uh, the focus is only on on helping people, uh, you know, understanding, uh, helping them understand what are their fears about money, and and uh, because I've gone through it myself, mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's only understanding about that it's it's an energy and you can definitely you know attract. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, I think the law of attraction comes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the focus is on uh, control that factor awareness. Uh, and which is why the the program for individuals we've called it three rejuvenate which is three is is your mind body and spirit mm-hmm. uh, eight is again your uh, eight dimensions of wellness and it also resonates with rejuvenate that's that's the focus is when yes. people mm-hmm. rejuvenate mm-hmm. Um, then uh, there's there's uh, something called as the molecule of life which is nothing but uh, a program for both corporates and individuals uh, mm-hmm. which which involves a lifestyle reversal uh, a process we've got a uh, metabolic Diseases Consultant on board. Uh, mm. She's got about 30 years of experience. Um, and again, I think uh, the way we went about was uh, uh, she's she's associated with India's leading diabetologist mm. who himself is, is very customer-centric. Um, mm. and, uh, uh, and, and we also have a tie with SRL to help us with the diagnostics. So I think that is where uh, it comes. So it's diagnostics plus the medical aspect and uh, me and my uh, partner, who's a health coach, so we've combined uh, emotional coaching plus health coaching along with uh, medicine and, uh, say, diagnostics. So I think that is one package uh, that we are giving uh, to, to corporates mm-hmm. and, of course, to individuals as well. And uh, we've also kind of separated it on, on the emotional wellness. Uh, bit. Uh, one thing I think some of the clients uh, that we've worked with, I think one of them reached out saying that, why not reach out to the vernacular, vernacular you know, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know side of of uh, so she's got a lot of people that she knows mm-hmm. who understand Marathi and Hindi more than mm-hmm. English mm-hmm. and that's stopping them so then she's been recommending that why not uh, you know have your videos in Marathi and even your creatives in Marathi that will that will help you reach out to more audience so I think mm-hmm. that is that is the next thing that we are kind of focusing on
0: mm-hmm. uh, so
1: I think yeah that's that's there.
0: a lot of interesting uh, stuff I really liked I think you've been integrating backward forward that's yeah. how you've been like taking the owning the niche, I think is as I uh, learned from one of my mentors that you can actually course do deep and be so good that you own that niche. And, uh, you know, probably truly putting the customer centric uh, mindset and learnings uh, into practice. Um, Akshay, probably as a wrap up, uh, you know, as we start to wrap up, it's such an, um, you know, Interesting discussion. I'm really enjoying every moment with you on this. Uh, I was not aware, you know, yeah, (laughs) what's going to uh, unfold, uh, but it's really, really nice. So I just want to, uh, you know, request your guidance for people who may, um, you know, want to have some direction, right? Whether in job, because you've also led that uh, for quite many years, uh, you know, the learning space and people who want to uh, do something out of passion. Uh, uh, What do you suggest when it comes to a couple of things? And of course, also from the customer-centric perspective, what do you suggest for them to be focusing on? One, two, three things. Maybe that's something that you want to advise them to build. So build a customer-centric career or a customer-centric yeah, career, which could be, indi- you know, individually right. running right. themselves, their works right. or being part of a company. Right.
1: right. right. Yeah. So I think the first thing based on, again, based on my experience, I think what I would say, the first thing is uh, just, just be you, um, which is, I think, just try and understand what are your emotions, understand what your fears are. What is it that you love doing? Mm. Uh, so people, of course, generally say that, you know, if you're only focusing on yourself, uh, you're being selfish, mm. but I I would not, I would like to, you know, kind of differ Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, uh, you know, at the start of the interview, I said that it's only when you understand yourself you'll be able to understand your customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I think it's it's always essential to know what. So, try and understand your own persona. I mean, in the language of the customer mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. professionals, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what is your persona? What is it that you love doing? Mm-hmm. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Um, and I think uh, don't disregard your weaknesses, just focus on both your strengths as well as weaknesses. And uh, go by your gut feeling. Like many times, I think, uh, even I think based on my experience, there were many things that I felt I should have done. Uh, mm-hmm. but for whatever reasons, you know, I was kind of asked not to, I was kind of dissuaded and, and I, and I gave in and only to realize that, Oh, I should have done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think the reason, so I think when I uh, took the decision of, of moving out of a company that I, uh, you know, loved, and of course I, I still do my previous organization, but,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so I think one thing uh, on my 40th birthday, I, I'd said that, you know, this is, uh, this is uh, the year that I have to change. It's either now or never.
0: Mm. Right?
1: And I think one thing that I had was, okay, you know what, if it doesn't work out, then yes, uh, there's always an opportunity to, to go back to you know, doing what I was doing. Uh, but then I think it does make sense to take that leap of faith and, and move forward. Uh, challenges anyways, uh, will come beat your job, beat your own enterprise. Uh, the thing is to have faith in your own capabilities and having that faith that you know things will turn around uh, mm. so i think just to just to recap it's about i think just being you mm. uh, you know uh, creating your own personas mm. and having that faith that you know things will turn out for uh, for the best
0: yeah. wow so, yeah. amazing 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 and where does uh, where, uh, i think i really love this because i always um, even in in an hour past class we always start with the ikigai right, right. to discover right. Uh, and sometimes people get surprised you know we are in a customer right. experience program right right uh, in fact when i started uh, thinking about this ikigai was not that popular and later it, it was Correct. more than a year back now and when i was traveling I, on the airports i would suddenly see ikigai book at the top yes. sellers yes Yes. so that told me you know it's suddenly trending it was a <laughs> yes. few months after we kind of were doing it so yeah. i completely resonate uh, uh, with you what you said is believing right. uh being clear about who you are okay. uh, creating from that space to serve your customers right okay. and yes. then uh, really having the faith and i think you're yes. you're a living example of um, that Right. So it's great, Akshay. I think with that, um, is there any final one, two words or one sentence like, you know, uh, something that you want to give us as the, of course, there are so many golden nuggets there, but maybe the big golden nugget, the ultimate and the the final one before we wrap up
1: yeah i think it's it's um, again i think the thing is about uh, self love and okay. uh, self love is is nothing but loving your heart hmm. uh, because heart is is everything right it it pumps your blood it pumps the passion uh, so i think uh, that is what I, I i often tell this to my clients also and and to my friends as well that self love is all about loving your heart yeah. uh, so i think and and once you do that you will definitely be unlocking uh, you know not only your potential but everything that
0: would want to do in life. That, wow. That is what is. I have heard so many times, self-love, love yourself, but love your heart right. is something, uh, you know, it takes it probably to another level. I could just feel it. So thank you. Thank you so much for saying that because yeah. I think personally I need to learn that for myself yeah. because um, in fact, in my goals and 2021 vision, I actually drew a couple of hearts, you know, when I would earlier oh, draw wow. them, you know, and that was with the consciousness that at least when i'm putting it there i'll do something more about right. it i'll take right. So I, right right i think that's a i really uh take that right. you know as a message for me as well and i'm i'm sure everybody who's listening yes. watching uh, yes. will have their own takeaways right. actually. it's right. amazing right. just tell us if somebody wants to reach you where are you you know if you have a website and yeah. you're yeah. on linkedin just you yes. know quickly tell yeah. us somebody wants yeah. to approach you
1: Yes. So I, I can be reached on uh, my email address is M at uh, samakshhealing.com. And my website is hmm. uh, Okay. And uh, yeah, some people can reach out over email or or, or uh, website. And uh, my LinkedIn page is uh, Akshay hmm.
0: Okay. I think we will, what we'll also do is we'll put your, we'll put the links of Akshay's coordinates, if anybody wants to reach him for the kind of amazing work that he is doing in right. wellness space, uh, you know, and learn more about his works uh, in, in the right. channel, YouTube channel and wherever right. we post the yes. uh, this video and right. uh, this episode. So right. once again, Akshay, thank you so much uh, for making it today and congratulations for being in the hall of fame, which is an honor yes, to have you. Thank you. you. It uh, is an honor for me to be a part of uh, this. Thank it's, you very much. it's amazing. So let's be in touch. Thank you very yes, much. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you.